Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Thanksgiving services. This is one of my favourite mornings. We tend to do it every year, Andy and I, and I always say the same thing. It is one of my favourite mornings because there's always something to be thankful for, right? Even in the midst of really difficult times, we can always be thankful. So you will have found on your chair, hopefully, one of these. And uh, we would love it if during the service, the first part of the service, you could fill it in. There's three, three places there. You might have more. You might only think of one. Because later on, as Andy said, we would love you to come and join us at our breakfast table. Andy and I uh, love enjoying food with people, and it's a great time to chat. And we would love to get through as many people as possible, families, children... If you don't want to come on your own you could bring a friend that you know has got something to share so and we would just sit here for a few minutes with you because we would love to hear your thanksgiving this morning so that will be the second uh, part of our morning so yeah just be thinking if you need a pen there's some just here at the front uh, next to me so just fill that in we are inviting people to come and share their thanksgiving uh, this morning if you would rather not do that I'd, I'd first like to say if you don't know andy and i we're quite friendly people if you'd like to join us up the front we're not going to grill you we're just going to give you the opportunity to um share if you'd rather not come up the front this basket's going to come around because we'd love to perhaps read some of what you've said and we're happy to read for you so and um, we'll just um pass it there but we would really love it if people would come and share up the front with us so just going to start before i have got a couple of bits for the kids but are there any families that have got something that they would like to share that they are thankful for this morning because i would love to have some children come and join me with their parents anybody twitching to come up there must be somebody anybody going to help me out here any i, I see are you gonna are you gonna come up yemi and family are you, no okay Anybody else then, um, because I have got some colouring for the kids, um, so Andy, could you just grab that out? Who would like to come and be the first person to share our breakfast tables? It's going to be a very long morning if uh, you don't. Excellent. Would you, you take a seat and um, I'll invite your friend Linda, because I know she's also got something to share, so you guys can sit together and uh, yeah. <laughs> come and sit. Take a seat. We'll sit on either end. So uh, this is for you, ladies. Um, so perhaps, um, Rose, you would just like to tell people who you are because you're fairly new to us, aren't you? And uh... so, Good morning, everyone. My name is Rose and I've been coming to the church for a couple of months now. Um, it's quite funny that Linda's got up because Linda's part of my grateful <laughs> thank you story. Um, the beginning of this year, I had no idea what I was going to do and I had some ideas what I thought I might do. I prayed about it and um, I contacted the food bank, being very excited, thinking, oh, the food bank's always looking for people. I'll go there. Of course, I went, gave them a call and they said, um, no, thank you, we don't need anybody. And I felt a bit deflated and thought, well, God, I've prayed about this and I was all set up for this. What's going on? Then I got an opportunity to join the community food table, um, which runs out of the URC. It wasn't quite what I was looking towards doing and I wasn't sure but actually it's been one of the most wonderful experiences I've learned a lot about what goes on behind the scenes with the food bank the food link how many amazing people give their time and energy and God's provision because the base that the food banks run out of had to vacate their premises and there was a lot of searching and praying about where God would put it and obviously having it central to Basingstoke would have been a really ideal situation but at the ninth hour a property became available and the food hubs have all been able to continue 
and the food links have been able to maintain that chain. And as it said, it's a very vital work in the town. Um, so I thank God that he provided that and the community food table may have been under threat that it wouldn't run anymore because we get food from there. Um, so that's continuing as well. Uh, my second thing is uh, <laughs> meeting up with Linda again this year. Um, Linda and I have lost contact for a number of years, and what a blessing that's been. Um, and then it's through Linda that I've come to Hope Church. Not a blessing that you lost contact, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guessing. Just to clarify <laughs> no, that. Not a, a blessing. A blessing that, we got blessing re that they've reunited. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't quite say that right, did I? <laughs> um, and... I'd been feeling a little bit unsettled, wondering where God wanted me to be, and I was actually part of another church, um, and I felt bad and thought, you know, God, why am I feeling unsettled in this church? But I took the step to come here, and I was a little bit like, you know, don't get too excited because maybe this isn't going to work out, but thank you, God. It did work out because you took me to the right place at the right time, so Fantastic. I'm really happy to be here today. I'm really happy to be part of Hope Church. Great. And we're happy to have you. <laughs> oh, that's kind of hard to follow. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Linda. Um, I'm just really thankful to be here this morning in more ways than one. Mm. So uh, it's, you might have, some, some of you might have known I've been ill this year. And this is the first time I've really talked about it. So um, uh, in March of this year, I was diagnosed with stage 3 cancer. And um, it was quite a shock because I had no symptoms and I had, it was just a routine screening I went through. Um, I had my future daughter-in-law with me and she was, well, she just held my hand through. They just told me, you have stage three cancer. And uh, I, was, I was quite shocked. But what I want to say here today is that um, I'm so thankful that God didn't give me any fear. I had no fear through the whole, there was a shock, but I wasn't fearful through the whole thing. Um, I am now cancer free. But the walk was, was quite, <laughs> yeah, thank you, God. You know, and I, I know that's not the case for everyone, and I don't know why. And I sometimes say, God, why? Why did you do this for me and not for others, you know? Um, but there's two really key things that I want to say today is that if you're a believer in Jesus, you know the Lord, you're saved, don't be fearful. Just don't. Don't, don't be fearful because you know where you're going. This is a, just a temporary place and this is what God showed me. God showed me so many things when I was going through my journey. And um, one of them, this, you'll, you'll appreciate this, when I was going through my scans and everything, I, I didn't know whether I'd have to have chemo or I didn't know whether they'd get everything. It was quite serious. Um, but one of the scans I was in, there was a little nurse who was looking after me. She was a tiny little thing. She was from the Philippines and um, she actually knew somebody that, used to go to this church. I just said to her, because I knew she was a Christian, I said, would you just pray for me? She closed those curtains. And, and I, there was loads of people outside. She was praying in tongues. And she was, Lord, just come down and heal this woman. And I mean, praise God for that. Because she had the courage to do that. So I, that's, for, that's one of my little gems that I have. Throughout the whole operation, I had the most brilliant surgeon it happened really fast, so that the diagnosis was in March, and I was operated on on the 30th of April. And uh, my surgeon came to see me that night, 
And I just said to him, I, I was a little worried about whether I'd have to have chemo because I'm a little bit vain. I want, wanted my hair. So <laughs> I said to him, I said, uh, you know, will I have to have chemo? Will I have radiation, you know, radiotherapy? And he just said, uh, Mrs. Lucas, if you need it, we will offer it to you because you're fit and healthy. Nobody's ever said that to me. <laughs> so I was overjoyed with that. And we had to wait for the histology to come back. And um, I was so grateful to this man. I was so grateful that God put this brilliant surgeon in my life. And I knew the operation was successful, but we were still waiting for the histology to come back. Uh, I had my son, Matthew, with me. He was a real pillar of strength to me. And uh, we were there. And... Um, I, I, when I went to this appointment with the surgeon to hear the news, you know, what the, if I needed further treatment, I was praying and I said, God, what can I take this man who, who really saved my life? What can I take him? And um, I'd like to have a little sense of humor. So I took this eminent surgeon, a little pot of mustard, and I went in and I wrote him a card and I said, Mr. Arnold and his team really cut the mustard. But in that card, I wrote, faith as small as a mustard seed can move mountains. When I gave him that card and that pot of mustard, the nurse, he just burst into tears. Now, this is what I'm thankful for, that our witness to other people who don't know the Lord is powerful, is so powerful. And I know that that surgeon, I think he kept it on his desk, that pot of mustard. So... My thanks today is for life, but it's also um, for the time I have here and what God's going to do with that. So thank you. Thank you, Linda and Rose. Fantastic. If you, there's a little... Put your hand in, no, you don't get the cocoa pops, but if you put your hand in there, there might be something else you would like. So there, thanks for coming to share. Anybody else? Who's going to be next? What a great start. David. Are you coming on your own or are you bringing a friend? Come on your own. I'll be your friend, David. Have a seat. I won't then. Oh, just, just wait a second, Sarah. We'll call you up in a second. So, um, do you say, say who you are. Just My name's David. <laughs> 73. <laughs> this is, will be very brief thankfully. <laughs> My thanks is for a timely cancer diagnosis, quickly dealt with and cleared. Amazing. And second, I'm not very good at being a patient. I don't like being looked after. Kate's I like to be my own boss. But my wife was amazing. I was looked after, even though she decries her nursing skills. They were wonderful. And for those first few days after the operation, and I, I foolishly, I think, agreed to be involved in a, a trial for day surgery. And I wish I'd been in the hospital for at least another week, I think. It was, <laughs> it was like GBH, but officially. Um, so I'd like to thank her, uh, but also to thank God for both of those things. Thank you.
welcome to you, Alan. Well, he might want to come to the oh, table. You want to come to the table. Thank you, David. You, I mean, we've already heard Kate does amazing cake, so um, I'm sure she, you were well fed whilst <laughs> being looked after. I'd just like to thank God for this church, for all you've meant to me down through the years. I'd like to thank God too for this year, for, for all, all that the people have done for me, my carers, the doctors, and so on with my uh, knee, knee problem and hearing problem. I'm still, only, I'm still deaf in one ear, or mostly deaf in one ear and uh, find it difficult but god's been so good to me and i, d I don't know how to how to say much more mm. but just i thank god for my particularly for my carers for my family and wasn't that lovely on on friday wasn't it with with john john denning yeah. I'm, I'm so thankful for his input into my life too when we came back from india um, and, and after that, and his friendship, and all he did for, for me and for my, for my children. But I, mean, I could go on with various thanks, for, but I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you, Lord, for all you've been to me in spite of whom I am. Andy, David might like a chocolate as well. John, are you coming? Come and take a seat. Should you take the pick? Which one do you like? <laughs> I would just like to say, God, thank you for Basingstoke, that we live in Basingstoke. It's nice, it's friendly. You go to Costa and people are so kind and friendly in Costa. And the dedication and every service in the town centre... I just look on YouTube at third world countries where they just don't have anything at all. And mm. I think, gosh, we live like princes and mm. princesses in Basingstoke. It's just amazing. Mm. I just want to say thank you that we're in Basingstoke and we're here this morning. I will just add to that. If you've ever been to Morrison's petrol station, they're very friendly there as well. Yeah. So that's where John works. Jim, Jim, was that a hand? Do you want to come after Sarah? Then Sarah's just going to share. Come on, come seat, Sarah. So, Sarah, you... I support tear funds. It's more important to my life. There are so many things going in the world today. On the news, been a terrific accident in America, in Florida. They just had a amazing flooding. And it's a very, very difficult situation out there. And we appreciate how much work's been done in tear fund. And we need... I support Tier Fund and I raise eight pounds for Tier Fund. <laughs> and my heart sticks to that. And there is so much going on in the world. We are so lucky that we haven't had no rain like that in heaven. True. But it has flooded America badly in Florida. Thank you, Sarah. Sarah? Sarah. Chocolate? Dig deep. Oh. 
Jim, are you coming on your own or are you bringing your beautiful assistant? <laughs> yeah. Come and take a seat. Pardon? It's for shame. It's all plastic. <laughs> Thanks. You can come join me in a minute if you like. Um, would you just like to say who you, just say who you are, just in case people don't know? Well, I'm famous. <laughs> I jest. My name's Jim Moffat, and um, we've joined this church over the last six or seven weeks, but um, yeah, I'm glad I'm here, but that's another story. Um, I want to follow what Linda said, you know, hallelujah for cancer. <laughs> now, that's, that's, that's a strong thing. I mean, a couple of weeks, well, a couple of years ago, uh, there's eight of us Christian guys go out for a coffee. And I was having wee problems with my bladder. And these guys said, well, you've got to go and get it checked. And um, I said, well, yeah, okay. And they kept on me, nagging me, nagging me. Have you done it yet? <laughs> no, not yet. Well, do it. Do it now. So I did. I went along. And um, the nurse gave me a jab, checked it. Nothing. There was nothing there. A year later, I go back for another jab. And I said, can you check me again for PSA, for cancer? And she said, no, we don't do that anymore. I said, well, I'm sorry. And against my way of thinking, I insist that you do it. Anyway, she did. And it came back positive. And then I was wrong diagnosed. They said the cancer was in the prostrate and hadn't gone anywhere. And it would have been simple to just eradicate it. But... He came back and said, apologize to me, that it had escaped, basically. And then they tried to find out where it had gone. And um, I had a bone cancer, a bone scan. scan, that was it. And it hadn't gone to the bones. So they took me in, and I can only say that the staff in this therapy unit were absolutely amazing. Amazing. And I had 37 sessions of radiotherapy, and now I'm clean as a whistle. Yes. Clean as a whistle. But again, I've got to say the staff, I've got to come back again and again. Because when people say to me, I'm ill, I'm going into hospital for this, that, and the other, I always tell them, go in singing. You don't have to sing out loud, you can sing in your head. Praise God all the time. And that's what I did, and I believe that's what got me through it. I mean, sometimes I actually look forward to go, to go for the <laughs> treatment. And, um, well, here I am. And I'll pass over to the wife. She might have something to say about it. Right. <laughs> I've got to read my... I've put that second. Oh. <laughs> right. My first one on this is the safe delivery of three great-grandchildren. Oh, that's lovely. I'm very family orientated, as my friends will know. At the same uh, time? <laughs> well, two of them, yes. Yeah. Uh, two of them were twins. And we were praying for my granddaughter throughout the last sessions that it would go another week, another week, so they wouldn't be born too early. And thank goodness she went to the 37 weeks, wow. which they said that they wanted to. And they were born naturally. Uh, the second one came five minutes after the first one, and they were amazing, and they are amazing. They've just had their first birthday. The second one, 
Alfie was born two months later from another grandchild. <laughs> yeah. um, and recently, he had a very serious hand burn. He grabbed hold of a handle of a fire, and he landed up with treatment at Westminster Burns Unit. And this is really something that literally has just happened. And we've had various friends praying for him. And I got a text message yesterday from Claire, his mum, to say that they are amazed at how quickly it has oh, healed. And he may only have to have one more session, which is a miracle. Absolutely. So, second, I put Jim's cured of cancer. <laughs> Praise God. So, just shows you how my mind works. But my third one is I'm so grateful for faithful friends. And not only in this church, but in other churches from where we used to live in Sleaford, they are there supporting us all the time, as we are to them. And that's my thanksgiving today. Well, number two, I've got God still faithful. Amen to that. Yeah, come on. And number three is, I've got a little dog. Oh. <laughs> it gets my butt off the settee, put it that way, and it keeps me fit. Hallelujah. Amazing. Thank you, thank you. I help yourself you'd like a chocolate. Brilliant. How are we doing for time? Oh, yeah, you, um, the guy in the pink, sorry, I don't know your name, come on up. Are you coming together? Yes. Yep, come on up. Have a seat. <laughs> Welcome. I don't know your name, so perhaps you could introduce yourselves. Um, good morning, everyone. My name is Bolaji, and in case you forget, just think about the Italian restaurant called Bellagio. Pretty close. Um, and I'm here with my mom. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Um, good morning. My name is Jumi. Um, it's a long name, but let's leave it at Jumi. Let's leave it at Jumi. So um, I'll start. Um, I'm grateful for life and for the joy of living. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for busy talk. Um, we moved here about two months ago, and the people are so warm, so friendly. I went to the gym, and they were excited to have me. <laughs> and everybody clapped. I was imagining, is this really happening? Because we moved in from a bigger city, and I was at the gym for almost two years, and they didn't even bother to ask for my name. Oh. And I came here first day, and everyone was like, oh, we have a new person in our uh, spin class. What's your name? And they, they all stopped and clapped for me. Like, Is this really happening? <laughs> the people are nicer, they're warmer. Even my new colleagues are very supportive and helpful. Um, I'm grateful for many other things. I will give it to Balaji to continue. Yeah, we're doing a bit of a tango, yeah. So, um, but yes, I'm grateful for, I mean, God has been really faithful for me and my family. Um, so the move to Basingstoke was one. Um, it was very smooth. We moved from Bristol, so a much bigger city. And so far, it's been, it's been an amazing experience. Um, for me, it's been great because I can shuttle into London whenever I can, <laughs> whenever I want to. Um, but also just um, for my family. Um, so my, my sister just finished her master's in uh, computer vision. You can probably spot her in the crowd. Um, <laughs> And my younger brother just got into uni in September. Um, and I mean, everyone's doing well, everyone's healthy. And I just want to say thank God, because sometimes we feel that 
a miracle has to be something huge, but just mm. waking up healthy in the morning is mm. a miracle in itself. Mm. So thank God for life. Fantastic. Thank you. It's great to meet you. Thanks for sharing. Brilliant. Oh gosh, we've got hands going up everywhere. Diana and Kay, did you put your hand up as well? No, someone, some, oh, um, the guy in the blue suit, do you want to come up with Diana too? Do you just want to tell people? Have a, take a seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll stand up. <laughs> there we go. Um, hello, uh, my name is Diana, and this is my beautiful daughter called Seema. And I thought that it would be a disservice to her if I didn't come to say I'm thankful because her name is actually thankful or thankful female um, and um, for those who don't know uh, she's my miracle girl and some of you might know how long it took us um, to have her um, about more than eight years and um, the last two years three years she'll be three in November I've been thinking that she actually came at the right time and I don't want to put this burden on her, but I just, I'm so thankful I had her the last three years because I would have been, I would have been in a very, very dark place. And so thankful for um, this church and the support that I've got. Um, I was thinking, when I started coming here, so many people didn't know, because sometimes people ask me how long I've been coming to this church, and when I tell them, they say, oh, wow. But it, it was because I used to sneak in and out, so come in, and <laughs> before the service ended us out, so I didn't actually make any friendships at that time. But God challenged me at that time, and he said, you need to establish where I have put you, and that's when I opened up and um, joined small group and started talking to people. And it's amazing that these are the people who have supported me like through this journey, people who have come to, with me to hospital, people who come with me, brought us food and prayed with us, um, 3 a.m. calls, uh, moving, houses three times even during COVID, it is just been amazing. And I'm so thankful, sorry I'm shaking because uh, she just ran away. I thought she'd run away from church and I was like, oh my goodness, I don't want to lose her. Um, yeah, I'm so thankful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure Seema would like one of those. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Because I don't know who you are. Thank you. Um, my name is I Isaiah, Isaiah Muferi. Uh, I think I've met a lot of people in this church, uh, in various places, in this church and in other churches. Um, I go to Melrose Christian Fellowship. Uh, I also work with Pastor Paul at New Life Community Church. And I do a lot of work with Dave on the streets and stuff. Uh, and I know Gary, and I know 
Diane and uh, Andy, uh, and Anna Linda, and uh, uh, you know, you know, some things don't make sense when they are happening, but you connect dots when you hear stories. Uh, there are so many nights that God has woken up in the middle of the night to pray for Linda when I didn't know what was going with, with her and I never even tried to call her, I just prayed. Uh, and it now makes sense when you hear these stories uh, that was God was doing something really special. Uh, I don't know if you work with the missionaries, uh, but when the missions came to Basingstoke, there was a word of prophecy about there being beacons of light popping all over Basingstoke. Uh, and I, I'm not too clued with the history of Basingstoke, but Dave is. Uh, and th there's a lot of history of, uh, of girls praying, especially in the Salvation Army very early on about this city. And I just think this town is a special place in this United Kingdom. Uh, and we are in a really beautiful place where God is really working. Uh, and I was so touched by the work that the women are doing in this place. I was raised by a single mother and I always have a lot of respect for women. And I'm so uplifted uh, by what God is doing in Hope Community Church. Um, I, I have three girls. Uh, my older girl, um, I live with her at home. She is my niece. My next girl, Tanya, she's 20. Uh, at the moment, she is at home because she's in her internship here, but she's doing her third year in uni. Uh, I also live with my wife, Rita, and our younger girl, Rutendo. Um, and I am so super thankful to God for the work that Hope Community Church is doing. I come here invariably at different times uh, when I'm invited by Dave, and uh, another time I, I think it was when Guiza was preaching here. Uh, and I work a lot with people from here, and I'm so thankful for what God is doing. Amen. Amen. So I'd just like to thank God for Hajir. He's uh, from Iran. And he's... Uh, he's just been a Christian for three months. And he speaks virtually no English. But uh, we have a wonderful interpreter, of course, in Majid whose English is getting better and better uh, every week. So uh, if we can thank God for those wonderful mm. people and, uh, and, uh, and please um, say hello to Hajir. And uh, yeah, it's a privilege to meet him. Thank you, thank you David. Right, we are um, rapidly running out of time, um, unfortunately. So just check, probably got time for one more if anyone's... Bethan, yes, come up, my lovely friend. <laughs> Are you bringing a friend with you? No, no he's going to stay there. Yeah. We do have breakfast together. We haven't done it for a while. Bethan makes really good pancakes if you go to her house for breakfast. So, um, yeah, book, book your space. Just not too early. Not too early. She's not an early person, that is true. 
mid-morning brunch would be good. Um, I just want to come up and say, um, my, I've got lots of things to be thankful for, as we all have. I think my biggest one is that we serve a God who moves mountains. Um, this last year, if I think back to this time last year, there was things going on with my wider family that were huge and there was no answers and in a worldly way we're not going to come good and we're not going to be okay. Um, and things we've been praying for for years that were just not coming through. Um, and I was spending day and night praying all the time with all the words, telling God exactly how it would work and what would be the best way of doing it <laughs> and how he could fix it all and how it would be brilliant. Um, and eventually I realised that wasn't working. And through various conversations I had with people, things I listened to and, and particular songs, I realised that I just had to come toward um, in front of God and say, God, you're sovereign. You rule, you reign, you're sovereign. And I changed the way I prayed. And now it takes so much less time. Um, <laughs> I can just come to God and go, God, I give this situation to you because you are sovereign. Um, and we're a year on. And not everything is sorted and not everything is fixed. But God has moved mountains. Mm. I mean, you know stuff we've mm -hmm. gone through. Things shouldn't have come through. Um, one of them, I won't go into all the details, but my younger sister and husband had been looking to adopt for years. And there were so many barriers to it. And they now have two beautiful children. Mm. Um, which, yeah. And that was not straightforward. Mm. Um, the enemy tried to ruin that, even at the last minute. And in fact, he's still trying, so if you pray, please pray. Um, but yeah, now I know. I knew in my head, but I didn't know in my heart that we have a God that moves mountains, and I think we've heard it this morning. Mm, he can change things. So um, I think that's my encouragement this morning. Amazing. Thank you. Well, it feels like we could have gone on for hours, doesn't it? So uh, sorry if people were bursting to share, but it is 12 o'clock and I appreciate the kids are getting restless. So um, there is a basket full of things there. So I will do my best to collate them and maybe put them out somewhere so people can just read because it would be um, great for that. But um, yeah, thanks for sharing. Was there anything you wanted to say? Yeah, don't forget the offering, yeah. uh, the basket's over there. Or you can give online if you would prefer to do that. Um, Kids, if you are still here, please come and see me because there's something in my Cocoa Pops box that I think you would like. Um, also, just a reminder, Sofa Talk is this Wednesday, isn't it? 2.30 till 4? Yep, 2.30 till 4. So if you're around on Wednesday, please feel free to pop in. Um, drinks and things will be served. Thank you so much uh, for those of you who are giving to the Food Bank offering. We will let you know what this all uh, tallies up to and uh, what your offering is so uh, thank you I think that leaves us to end Do you just want to pray yeah, yeah. as we finish yeah Lord I want to thank you for uh, all the things that have been shared this morning Lord we want to thank you uh, that as Bethan just shared you are a God that moves mountains mm. you are a God that defeats cancer you are a God who draws people together and creates family you are a God who uh, delivers grandchildren and great-grandchildren and uh, you are a God who loves adoptive parents, Lord. You are a God who does all these things, Lord. Lord, we want to lift up to you the work of the food bank here in Basingstoke. We want to lift up to you the work of Refugee Education UK, Lord. We want to lift up to you all these things. And Lord, we want to ask that you would just keep calling us to be the people you want us to be, that we would walk with you, 
and serve you and, and, uh, and just build your kingdom here in Basin. So with you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen.